welcome to the UK Anime Network podcast. Uh, we're recording live today, and I am, as you may have heard, I'm not Seb, but I am here. It's me, Dan. I'm joined here with Bryony today, and we're going to have a quick chat through all the latest news, what we've been up to, um, Hi, and see what's getting on. How are you doing? Good. Have you here? So, shall we get cracking? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so a uh, little bit of news to get through this week. Crunchyroll have started getting through a bit of a, a head start on the current anime season. They're going to be streaming the first four episodes of Rerided uh, starting next Saturday, which will be the uh, date in September. The 20, <laughs> 29th. 29th, there we go, thank you. Uh, this is a, a new show, it looks quite interesting actually. It's about a guy who's... Um, he invents an artificial life form, there's a problem with it, and then is attacked and wakes up seven years later after these life forms have taken over. So it's a bit, uh, a bit sort of terminatory. It could be, Has anyone uh, invented an artificial life form that there wasn't problems with? Probably That's a new not. concept. No one's used that yet. No, no, there's... It's not going to turn violent and attack humanity. What's the point? Why bother? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Yeah, so there's uh, four episodes that are going to be dropping all at once, apparently, so that's quite a, a big chunk, so let's see what that's like. MVM have announced some uh, season changes for their lineup for the quarter four. Higurashi has been pushed back until 19th of November. Grimoire of Zero gone back to the 7th of January. And then uh, Sordatoria, uh, even though we've already reviewed it some time ago, has unfortunately been pushed back until the 3rd of December. Any reason why they get pushed back? No specific details, but it's probably some sort of production issue or you know, maybe the box hasn't come out quite right or you know, just little things like that. It's uh, not always major, but uh, so it's a shame, but at least they're, they're still coming. Nothing's cancelled. So uh, next up, Netflix has been streaming, started streaming Gundam Unicorn, which is a bit of an older show now, but it's still quite solid. It's really good fun. Uh, we're going to have a review of that up on the site quite shortly now that it's coming out. Uh, and they're also streaming the live-action Bleach film, uh, which you can check out our review of right now. I watched that. It's really actually pretty good fun if you're into the series. Uh, definitely worth checking out. It's quite actiony, quite funny, exactly what you're going to want if you've uh, watched that show before. Next up, the PS Vita is finally going out of production. It's a bit of a shame. It's a, a console that a lot of us here on UK really, really love, but uh, it's been clinging on in Japan. Um, it's unfortunately it's going away. The production is stopping next year. So if you if you need any need any extra bits, want to get more games, it's now is the time to start looking. Is that because they're replacing that with something particular? No word yet. It doesn't look like Sony are particularly interested in the handheld market anymore. They've uh, maybe they just don't want to compete with Nintendo anymore okay. at this stage, or compete with iPhones, which is the yeah. the big case now. But. It's it's never been a console that's had the greatest success outside of Japan, so maybe they're looking at it on that those yeah, sort of financial terms. Yeah, more it's, a, it's a shame, but uh, it's had a it's a reasonable run. Yeah. Uh, also coming from Sony, the PlayStation Mini has been announced, following in the uh, the SNES and NES Mini and the the Sega Mini that's coming out. Uh, that's coming out with twenty games. Uh, only five have been announced yet, which include things like uh, there's a Ridge Rage. Ridge Racer, Ridge Racer game, <laughs> uh, and uh, Final Fantasy VII is obviously one of the big ones that people are going to be looking for. Uh, is worth noting, before you rush out and get your pre-order in, you might want to wait till the full lineup of games has been announced, because the Japanese version is going to have different games to the Western one. Uh, so it, you could find out that your favourite game is only on one version. Maybe worth waiting if you want to risk the, uh, the pre-orders running out. 
they're due out. That's things due out to sometime around December at the moment. Next up, Anime Limited have brought an art exhibition of Mamoru Hosoda's work uh, over to London. It's the first time that they've tried something like this as a company, and you know it looks like it's going to be an absolute corking exhibit to go through. Lots of really cool artwork going on there. Lots of cool new merch that you're going to be able to pick up. Is it on now? Uh, it is on in October. I will check the dates right now. Is it ticketed? So you uh, I believe it's free, actually. There we All go. Right. So it's absolutely free to get in. It's going to run from the 13th to the 20th of October. Uh, includes stuff from all of his big major film works right up until Mirai, the latest work that's coming out uh, this year. Uh, exclusive merchandise. It's in a place called Noho Studios on Great Titchfield Street near Oxford Circus uh, between 10am and 6pm. Uh, if you're in the London area, I highly recommend you go check this out because I think it's going to be amazing and I'm really, really grumpy that it's down in London and I can't go. <laughs> you can go. Hop on a train. I know, but I can't justify like 50 quid to go see a free art exhibition for an hour. It's mainly because you have to add on what you can spend in the shop after. Yeah, so <laughs> it's probably not going to be cheap. <laughs> okay, uh, next up... Um, Slightly in relation to other things that we'll be talking about later on, there's a new spin-off of Cardfight Vanguard's been announced. Uh, it's called uh, Colourful Pastrale from Bermuda Triangle. Uh, not too sure exactly what this is going to be, but it looks like it's about some mermaid idols. Um, this looks very cute, see, perhaps a bit more of a, a, a show for the, the female target members of the target audience as opposed to the, uh, sort of the more shown and stuff the normal shows go through. Looks uh, looks super cutesy, so that's going to be coming out in the the they're, January season. They're some of my favourite cards, actually. The um, the Bermuda Triangle decks in Vanguard. I'm going to talk a bit about Vanguard later. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, you're right. It looks really cute. Yeah, kind it's of very girly, cute. But uh, who who doesn't want to show about mermaid yeah. idols? <laughs> Although it's said, I'm sorry, it's not the sort of you you wish it was. <laughs> Keep hoping. <laughs> well, uh, they've got tops on. They do have that, and they also you know they're not. You couldn't ski down the cleavage, you know, that's that's always a downside in, in his estimation. But, oh well. And uh, lastly, at the uh, MCM Expo in Glasgow yesterday, uh, Anime Limited started looking at their plans for the Cowboy Bebop Ultimate Edition, uh, which I know a lot of people have been looking forward to since all the ridiculously expansive ones and expensive ones from America started turning up. Uh, this one is going to come in a massive metal case. There's going to be a big art book in there, the full series... Uh, I think the film's in there, uh, full soundtrack on CD. Uh, this is going to be a, obviously a pretty mega set that the, in the, uh, the style of Full Metal Alchemist and Visions of Excaflow and the Ultimate Editions that they've done before. So yeah, if you, uh, if you like this series, you probably want to be keeping your eye on this one. Uh, not in, I don't think they've announced cost yet, but um, worth keeping an eye out. I'm sure they'll have one of their usual amazing pre-order deals uh, going around somewhere, so definitely keep an eye on their website one when that goes live. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a pretty uh, a pretty special looking set, so you might want to get that one. Anything else you want to uh, to pick up? Ross has been posting some stuff about some yeah, and there have been some big announcements this week from Seven Seas. They were making announcements every night for several nights. Um, throughout the week, releasing um, some new titles. So uh, we've got the Mythical Beast Investigator, 
uh, which looks like a kind of forest-based mm. fantasy. I like the evil mm. rabbit in the top the background. <laughs> there is Mushuku Tensai. The uh, Roxy gets serious, and it looks like Roxy is a witch character with awesome blue hair. And then we've got I married my best friend to shut my parents up. Yeah. I like I, the sound of that. Yeah, I've got to admit, I might pick this one up just because the concept sounds so absolutely bonkers. It's about a, uh, about a girl who... Uh, is getting, trying to, her parents are trying to force her to get married. So she ends up going to a sham marriage with her gay best friend and then kind of possibly maybe falls in love with her. Okay, because a normal sham marriage is when someone gay marries a straight person yeah. to hide the fact they're gay. So it's kind of the opposite yeah. concept. It's quite a random idea. Spin-off. It's like yeah. people who did uh, NTR trap. Yeah, looks really interesting. Um, so yeah, plenty of new bits coming from Seven Seas. Uh, but there's more, you can read more about that on the site. Shall we get into what we've been up to this week? Yeah, so what have you been watching? Uh, not a huge amount this week. Is that because you've been just playing Spider-Man? I have been playing a lot of Spider-Man, <laughs> yes, it's uh, taken up a lot of time. And uh, The main thing I've really been watching is uh, a review copy of Higurashi, When the Cry came in, so I've been checking that out, ready to get our review going. Uh, it's quite a, a big chunky series, obviously it's 26 episodes of that, so it's taking uh, a little time to get through. What are your initial thoughts? Um, it's interesting. It's not quite the, the series that I was expecting, and possibly that's sort of a, a time period thing. It's from sort of 2007, somewhere around there. Uh, it's The edge that it had then is sort of kind of being overwhelmed by the fact that anime is willing to go a lot further now. So it's it's more of a historical interest piece mm-hmm. for, for the way that things were being pushed back then than anything for me at the moment, but... Uh, yeah, it's okay for a visual novel adaptation. It's got a lot of the issues that those shows normally have. But uh, yeah, it's it's got right. As I say, that's being pushed back till uh, till December, so it'll be be coming out soon. Cool. And you've been to Thought Bubble. Yes, yesterday weekend. was uh, Thought Bubble Comic Convention in Leeds. Uh, which gave us a nice uh, southern rival to the MCM Expo that was going off in Glasgow. <laughs> so it's a great event. If anyone's ever gone there, it's absolutely fantastic. We go, we've been several times before, I covered it before. It's a fantastic event. There were over 300 sort of content creators there from you know the smallest sort of indie labels up to big sort of names like Bengal or uh, people like Victoria Ying who you do work for Disney. So not just British designers, but... Yeah. Oh, artists yeah, from, from across from, the world. Largely yeah. from Europe and America rather than anywhere else, but there's a, a, a nice variety of people covering covering different topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, lots of cool people to meet, lots of amazing goodies for sale. Uh, I picked up a, a very expensive but very amazing uh, Spider-Gun commission from Bengal. Uh, I know people have picked up some, some really awesome little books and signatures and, and special things you couldn't get anywhere else, so it's always worth checking out. I, it's not expensive. It's it got very busy towards the afternoon, but it wasn't MCM busy by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, it's definitely worth a, a visit up next year if you if you fancy a trip. So that's just once a year, yeah. and is it just one day or is it uh, two on... days? Because Saturday and Sunday, but uh, we're not going back today. I don't think. So it's just kind of one day's worth of stuff to see. Yeah, if you're going for the panels, there's a lot of panels on. You can obviously go do that, which is, I think, especially good if you're any sort of design or art student, anything like that, or are interested in that sort of process. There's going to be a lot of stuff for you, or, or if you're into the history of the art style. 
Um, I, I didn't have a chance to check any of those out, unfortunately. But uh, you know, some of the big names do come out and give these lectures, so it's there's stuff. There is stuff there on the Sunday, even if you've been through all the all the stands before. Yeah, and people doing commissions. Did yeah. you get any commission? Uh, yeah, I got work? the the one from from uh, Bengal. Oh, that was one you. Did. Yeah, and um, but a lot of them have it. I pre-ordered mine in advance to make sure I uh, I definitely got one in, but. Uh, Obviously, if you get there early enough, some of them are very nice and, and do one for you on the spot, so yeah. it's pretty cool. Super. That that person who always can draw you as a sloth seems to be everywhere. Oh, <laughs> Were I, they there this time? I don't know them myself. I think, uh, I think Ross would have known that so he's not around. Um, it's the sort of thing he looks for. But no, there's, uh, there's some decent stuff going on there. I, uh, I have a lot of fun at Thoughtbubble. Cool. So, Anything else you've been up to? Not much. Yeah. It's been a it's been a quiet week, okay. very quiet week, which I'm quite grateful for on occasion. <laughs> uh, how about you, Brownie? What have you been doing? Uh, well, the reason I'm here today is just to uh, well, I haven't been on for a while to tell you about the games I've been playing. Um, and this week I've been trying to get my head around new card fight Vanguard. So I thought oh, I'd right. come on and tell you a bit about this because um, you're probably aware Cab um, Bushy Road, who produces Card Fight Vanguard, is one of our uh, site sponsors. So uh, they send me out some of the the new products they've got. So I. Uh, thought I'd uh, tell you a bit about that. Yeah. Uh, do you know much about Vanguard? Very, very little. I've seen a, the odd episode of the the, the various anime okay. seasons that are running, but that's 400 odd episodes. <laughs> I've uh, not had time to sit and watch much of that. Okay. Well, I'll try my best to explain to you a little bit about Vanguard. Um, I don't profess to be any kind of expert, um, but I have really enjoyed getting getting to know it. Last year, I learnt Cardfight Vanguard for the first time, playing um, the version that's called Vanguard G. Yeah. Um, but what Vanguard have done now is um, re-released the Cardfight game in a new format to tie in with the TV series. So I presume the anime that you've you've caught a little bit of is the current one that's. Yeah, I, I watched a bit of the, the latest yeah. one. So within that show, there are various characters that play Cardfight Vanguard and then you see it kind of, the battles brought yeah. to life, don't you, on the screen as they're playing. So just to explain to you a little bit about how Vanguard works and for anyone who hasn't played it before. So you start with your deck of 50 cards and that's what you'll get in, in your trial deck. And these cards have different grades, so they're graded from 0 to 3. And you have a play area that has centrally one circle, which is your vanguard. And then around that you have five rear guard circles. So one either side of your vanguard, and then three across the, the back row. And in front of your vanguard you have a guardian circle. So you start the game by putting a zero grade card into your vanguard each turn you can then add cards from your hand to your vanguard or to your rear circles so on your vanguard you can play a card that is the same grade or a grade higher than the one that's already there and then around it you can place down cards into your rear guard that are the same grade or lower than the one in your vanguard so it means the game builds up so you gradually build up to using the higher level cards. So you use your cards in your front row 
to attack the front row cards of your opposing player. So they each have a attack strength and then they also have, well, not all of them, but some of them cards have a defensive strength as well. So, you know, without going into too much detail, you're basically taking turns to attack your opposing player and they'll attack you in return and you'll gradually, you'll take out some of their cards um, so if you attack their rear guard, you can actually take those cards out of play yeah. by defeating them. If you attack their vanguard, you can't actually take those cards yeah. off the playing area. But every time you attack the vanguard and win, cards get added to your damage zone. Yeah. And that's your fatal hits, basically, because when you get to six cards in your damage zone, then that's when yeah. um, you've lost and your opposing player wins. Uh, within the game, there's also the use of um, trigger abilities. So at some points in the game, you'll draw cards from your deck and check for a trigger icon in the top corner. Now, a if I'm right, a trial deck starts with 16 trigger cards in it. So you've got about a 1 in 4 chance of picking a trigger card yeah. when you do these um, these drafts. So... If you pick a trigger card at those points, you get to use an, another a special ability which could offer you defense or healing capabilities and so yeah. on. And lastly, each card has a specific ability. Um, so some of these are defensive, some of these are extra attack abilities, and sometimes those abilities actually work together. So some cards in your deck are multiples of the same card and the more often the more of that card you have on the playing area can multiply or add to the strength of your card so it might have attack strength of 5000 but if you've got two of it in your play area it's worth 10000 if you've got three it's worth 15000 yeah. and so on so they really complement each other great thing about card fight vanguard is that it's a collectible game so you start with those trial decks and you can bring in the cards that come in booster packs and the booster cards can be swapped into your deck. Yeah. There's kind of stringent rules on on what oh, you can swap in so you can't have a whole deck of really high powerful cards. But yeah, building a deck, as long as you follow those rules, is all about balance because obviously you can't build to more powerful cards unless you've got the, the lower cards out on the play area. Uh, so one of the other things I love about Cardfight Vanguard is the artwork on the cards. There's so many different designs, so there's loads of different clans to to pick from, and you can... The best place to start is just start with a deck that you like the look of. So I particularly, like I mentioned earlier, I like the Bermuda Triangle cards. They're all themed around mermaids. Um, So there's everything from those beautiful, you know, girl characters on the cards to awesome fighting robots um warriors dragons yeah i found one with a chicken on the other day the the look (laughs) word it's called but to me it was a a yellow chicken ask anyone who plays zelda the chicken is the worst enemy (laughs) so yeah that's a bit of the background and now i just uh, want to just tell you a little bit about how they've changed the game to vanguard g and brought in these new concepts so the new card fight vanguard game is based around those characters and the decks that they play with. So to start playing Cardfight Vanguard, you have to start with what we call a trial deck. So each trial deck that they're releasing, they've released four so far, each trial deck is themed around a character. And each character plays with a different clan of cards. 
And that's the best way to describe it. So I've got in my hand here one that's for Leon Saw You. So I don't know if you saw him in the TV show. Um, but his character plays with a deck that's called Aquaforce. So the Aquaforce deck is made up of kind of maritime theme characters. So everything from as a general to um, a dolphin. Yeah. So everything is kind of all water themed characters. Um, and then I've got another one here that's the Ren Suzugamori deck. So he plays with the Shadow Palatin clan. And they're kind of more forceful and aggressive uh, deck. The images are kind of big sword fighters yep. and aggressive characters. So this moves away from the card fight Vanguard G format, format of playing, which um, is, is a bit of a mouthful in itself. But in the new format, the part of the game that uses G, that was called your G deck. So the G deck was high-graded high cards that when you reach a certain point in the game, you can bring in right. the high-graded cards to give you special powers. So that part of the gameplay has gone and has been replaced with a new format. So that's this is the bit that I've been trying to get my head around this week. So instead of your G-deck cards, you get what's called imaginary gift cards. So there's three different types of these imaginary gift cards. Oh, I'm running low on battery. So there's three types of these imaginary gift cards. You've got the Predict card, which you you draw into your hand, and this works very much like a Sentinel card, if you're familiar with the game. It's a very protective card. Well, that's probably why they call it Protect. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's very defensive card, so you can use that when you're being attacked yep. to uh, negate any damage. You've got... The force ability, so the force card can be brought in to give the units on the circle you play it on to plus 10,000 attack. And you've got the Axel ability, which allows you to add an extra 10,000. And you've got the Axel ability, and that allows you to add an additional um, column onto your playing area. And that allows you to do more attacks. You do love having massive high numbers in these Japanese card <laughs> games. It's always yes. like 20,000. It's like, oh, just plus two. No one dies if you stab them once. And then there's another extra trigger ability added into these decks, which is called Front. And the Front ability allows you to give extra attack strength to all of the cards in your front row. But that's a trigger ability. So you only use that when you... You only use it when you forget what it's called. And it triggers and does yeah. something. <laughs> so that's got a trigger ability and you can only use that at the points in the game where you actually draw draw cards and um, check check for triggers. Anything else you want to talk about then, Brian? Uh, I just, I'll tell you a bit about a few other games I've been playing recently. Um, one of my favourites, which I have written up already for the site if you want to read more, um, is Alice Matic. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen this? I've seen the box before. It's very, very pretty. Yeah, it's it's interesting, the box design, because it's, it's quite pale, isn't it? It's yeah. kind of washed it's very, out in it's your very picture. Pastel. Yeah, but when you actually get inside, all of the graphics and cards and everything are really you know, bright colours. Um, but Alice Matic is themed around Alice in Wonderland. And the characters in it are loads of different Alices. So everything from Detective Alice to Witch Alice and 
and all sorts. And they're, they're beautifully illustrated. Like you say, the blocks is, is beautiful. And so is the box. Yeah. <laughs> and the premise of this game is that the Wonderland has been under attack from, from the nothing which actually, when I read that, just made me think of the never-ending story. I don't yeah, know if you remember that. I remember that. The film. world, you know, the world in that film was uh, under attack from the nothing, and so was Wonderland. And the Queen of Hearts calls all of the Alices to defend Wonderland from the nothing, but she's called too many of them, and now Wonderland is overrun by all these different <laughs> Alices, and each of the Alices wants to take over Wonderland. So the game is themed around the, the battle between the Alices to take it over. The best comparison for this game is if you like Settlers of Catan. Because oh, right. uh, it starts like that with a board that's made up of um, hexagonal pieces and they fit together in different formats. Yeah. So you every time you play, the board is slightly different. And I like that because yeah. it, gives it, it gives it variety and makes each game different. Um, and each of those hexagonal pieces has seven circles on it. So one circle in the middle that's a city and six circles around the outside, which are different territories. And you start having built in um, two of the cities. And throughout the game, you gradually move. So you will um, attack the next city along and take yeah. that over and, and you gradually move along. But to enable you to move across the area and conquer more ground, you have to play the Alice cards into your play area to give you different ab abilities. It's a very complex game, you know. Yeah. If you like the sound of it, go to the site and have a look at look at my review. But uh, just to give you one example, you might want to attack a an area that's two spaces away. So in order to get there to attack it, you need two food. Yeah. And therefore, your play area has to have two Alices in the green column, which yeah. is the food column, to be able to... To, to attack that area, so yeah, it's about balancing how you play your cards into your into your area to to give you the abilities you need to kind of conquer the world of Wonderland. And then two other games that I've got on the go at the moment. One is a Tragedy Looper. So that's who doesn't want to loop their tragedies around <laughs> over and over again. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> Um, this is a game that's been about for a while. Um, I believe it's still having kind of add-ons um, created for it. So I thought we'd take a look. So again, it's another great anime-themed game. You um, lay out a board that starts with four different rooms in it, and one person has to play the evil mastermind. And oh, I like this game already. <laughs> And the other players are playing the protagonists and have to work together in order to uncover the tragedy. So the mastermind will set something in motion. They have a script. It's hard because I didn't play the mastermind, yeah. so I'm not entirely sure what's in the script book. You don't read it unless you're the mastermind. But they'll put a tragedy in place, so they'll have instructions on what to do with the characters. And the characters move through these different rooms and then the good guys, the protagonists, have to try and figure out what's going on. It's a very difficult game to describe without playing it, but... It sounds like a cross between Cluedo and Dungeons and & Dragons. Yeah, yeah that's a good cool. way to, to put it. So you might start in these rooms, and you might move a certain character to a certain room, and then they end up dead. Yeah. And you have to think about why they've ended up dead. So you might have moved them in that room with the Doctor, and so you might think 
oh, the doctor must be a killer. Mm. So then the game loops. So you might fail it because your players got murdered. So in the next loop, you say, right, I think the doctor's a murderer, so I'm now going to move that character away from him and avoid putting any characters with him. But you might move them to another room and they still get murdered. And actually, the rule is something different. They get murdered if they're not in the same room as the policeman. And so you're trying to work out what the rules are that are creating the tragedy and you have certain number of loops for each script to play it um to to figure out what's going on and if you if you fail through all the loops then the mastermind yeah. is the winner no oh, that sounds uh, sounds good fun doesn't it? yeah it is i've only played one of the scripts for that so far which is the starter script so i'm not going to write that up just yet we're yeah. going to have a few more games of that yeah, first. No. sounds great although at the same time all i want to do now is play anime cluedo <laughs> I think it was the sundere in the gym shed with the tentacle. Is there anime Cluedo? Is that a real thing, or have you just invented it? I don't know, it? but I, th- I think there should be. Get that I on Kickstarter. Awesome. If that's I think not everyone real. would buy that. <laughs> and uh, just recently landed on uh, my doormat is the Death Note confrontation game. So given just... by the size of it, I'm surprised you have much doormat left. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's it looks pretty cool. I love Death Note. It's one of the very first animes that that I watched. So I'm looking forward to getting this out. So this is just a two player um, kind of card fighting game. Not, that's probably the one wrong way to describe it. It's using a lot of cards. It's yeah. not like a, a card fight, but it's, it is a kind of one against the other concept. So you could play Kira, who is obviously the one with the death note yeah. and have the ability to kill, or you can play L, who is the detective trying to catch him. And it's follows a kind of cat and mouse type concept like the TV show, so um, just watch out for my review of yeah. that in um, in a week or so. No, that should be good. Yeah, that's been a, uh, a quite a good podcast there, I think. So I, so, I hope Mr. Seb will be proud of us. I hope he will as be proud of us. He's as well. off being loved up somewhere. He is, yes. I mean, I, I tried to fill in for him, and I was as rude as I dared be. And <laughs> but ha- happy six month anniversary, Mr. Seb. Indeed, indeed, indeed. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I think that wraps it up for us. Yeah, obviously, keep an eye on the website. We've got lots of new content going up, new reviews, new new news stories, and we'll uh, we'll catch you later. So it's uh, it's goodbye from me and goodbye from me. There are.